This message comes from NPR sponsor Patreon. Patreon lets creators build recurring income through the direct support of their fans. Creators can sign up at patreon.com. Wake up to a fresh take on the day's news with Up First every weekday morning and now Saturdays at 8 a.m. Eastern, too. Ten minutes is all you'll need to start your day informed. And now you can listen six days a week. I'm Scott Simon. And I'm Lulu Garcia-Navarro. Up first to start your weekend from NPR News. Happy Friday, everyone, from NPR Music and All Songs Considered. I'm Robin Hilton. I'm here with Ann Powers. Hello. And Stephen Thompson. Hello, Robin. It's New Music Friday, and we're looking at the best albums out on November 8th, starting with Leslie Odom Jr.'s called Mr. In the garden where I like to grow There's this gorgeous girl I like to know The problem is she's not looking at me I'm trying to catch her up before the snow My petals might not be the brightest My fruits might not be the ripest In the forest not the tallest tree But taste my nectar, it's the nicest Hummingbird, you're my little hummingbird Rest your wings on my flower Open with me on Does anything say Happy Friday like this song, Hummingbird? <laughs> yep. From Leslie Odom Jr., his new record is called Mr. Uh, Singer-actor best known for playing Aaron Burr in the original Broadway production of Hamilton. Put out a couple solo jazz records, and yeah. now he's got one that's kind of all over the place in a wonderful way. You hear a lot of R&B and pop and show tunes and, and like jazz vocal sounds. There's a real pep in his step you know, yeah. th- throughout this record. As you said, it's a, it's a great way to kick us off. Leslie Odom Jr. is the artist. His new album is called Mr. It is another week where we've got a whole lot of albums to get through in a short amount of time, so we're going to move as quickly as we can here and go next to Bishop Briggs. Her new album is called Champion. Singer's Bishop Briggs, the song we're hearing is Can You Hear Me Now from her uh, new album, Champion. It's her second full-length record. Uh, She's a a British singer-songwriter. I think of her uh, particularly live as being just this very fearless force. And yet she says that this record came from a really vulnerable place where she was really having a lot of anxiety and doubting herself. Well, and this is a breakup record. And there's kind of two directions you can go with with a breakup record. You can go very, very inward or you can go very, very outward. And I think she finds a way to kind of do both. She's able to tap into feelings of hurt and loss and pain, but channel them into these big, very empowerment-focused anthems, you know, that, that just like shout for the rafters. So she manages to make uh, a very, very rousing statement out of personal pain. 
She reminds me in a way of Pink, someone who I've loved for so many years. Just a big personality, and she can approach music in this athletic way. It's like, mm-hmm. you know, an athletic achievement, and this record feels like that to me. Bishop Briggs is the singer. Her new album is called Champion. Let's go next to FKA Twigs. FKA Twigs has a new record out called Magdalene. This is FKA Twigs. Her new album is called Magdalene, and this song is called Sad Day. She, she's someone who feels like, you know, she's been ever-present for, like, the past five years, but this is only her second full-length record since her 2014 debut, LP1. Yeah, Robin. I mean, we first saw her presence and heard her her beautiful voice around, like, 2012, 2013. She put out these two EPs, and immediately FKA Twigs emerged as a multimedia artist. Her music was very striking, but she was also known for her videos and her live performances that made her seem like the inheritor to Kate Bush, Mm -hmm. Uh, you know, like the great English eccentric visionary artist. And here's the one for the 21st century. It's very internal breakup record, (laughs) and it's, it's just realized so beautifully. She's talked about the fact that her first record was very much about establishing strength. And this record is about allowing your strength to be torn down and, and kind of allowing yourself to be vulnerable. And it follows the wake of not only a breakup, but some pretty significant health problems. You're just hearing so many nuances to pick apart, which I just can't wait to do over the course of the next who knows how long. FKA Twigs is the artist. Her new album is called Magdalene. Let's go next to the singer and rapper Dessa, along with the Minnesota Orchestra. This is called Sound the Bells, recorded live at Orchestra Hall. Zero, he can't 
can have his rib back. Man, you hang on every word, right? Yep. Dessa, a rapper from <laughs> Minneapolis. Uh, this is Dessa and the Minnesota Orchestra together on Sound the Bells, recorded live at Orchestra Hall. The song is called Fire Drills. Uh, and Stephen, I know you're a huge fan. Huge, huge fan. Uh, Dessa, a singer and rapper, author, poet, speaker, thinker, just all around brainiac. Uh, she wrote a book uh, recently called My Own Devices, and it's sort of about examining her own brain chemistry. She worked with neurologists in the aftermath of a breakup to study the parts of the brain that feel emotions that are hard to shake. And then she uh, she wrote a record about it. And you know she's had a string of unbelievably outstanding records uh, where she sings and raps with just such force and such an incredibly distinct songwriting voice. And then for this album, she worked with an orchestra to create symphonic versions of her songs. To me, one thing I love about them is they allow her vocal to pop that much more. And you can really, like you said, Robin, hang on her every word. Dessa is the rapper, along with the Minnesota Orchestra. Their album together is Sound the Bells, recorded live at Orchestra Hall. Let's do one more before we take a break. This comes from a group known as The Good Ones. The album is called Rwanda, You Should Be Loved. This is a trio known as The Good Ones. The album is called Rwanda, You Should Be Loved. And uh, this song, as beautiful as it is, is called A Long Sad Journey Watching You Die. Um, a trio from Rwanda. This is a band that formed after the Rwandan genocide in 1994. Sort of as a way to heal from all that trauma, the three members in the band represent Rwanda's three main tribes, the Tutsis, the Hutus, and the Abatwa. And they came together sort of in an attempt to find the good ones in life. And that's where their name comes from, the good ones. And this album is so haunting and melancholy. It really will strike you as very poignant, even though it's unlikely most of you out there in podcast listening land know the language that's being sung. The story behind the album is that uh, the band leader, Adrian Kazigira, his daughter, Marie Claire, was afflicted with a tumor. So these songs, you know, have that extra, extra poignant element of being about a parent 
uh, worrying about his child. I think she's okay now, but we have this beautiful document of really personal grief and worry, but also hope. I think that's all embedded in the music. So there's the political side. I think we often, you know, look at, at African music in particular as telling us a story about the culture, about the nations from which it emanated. But these are human beings making human stories. And I, I, I think that's the beauty of the good ones. And a lot of incredible features on this. There's Nels Klein, Kevin Shields of My Bloody Valentine, Corin Tucker of uh, Slater Kinney. Right. There are all these really uh, interesting guests, but it doesn't overwhelm the music. That's what I like, even though we have all these, you know, mostly American indie rock stars on the record. It's still the core of the music is, is the trio and the message they're sending. The Good Ones is the name of that trio. Their album is Rwanda, You Should Be Loved. Uh, We still have a handful of other albums that we want to play for this week's New Music Friday, but first we need to take a short break. The following message comes from our sponsor, Jack Daniels. Nelson Eddy, Jack Daniels' historian, explains why he believes the town of Lynchburg is an essential ingredient for their Tennessee whiskey. There are generations of whiskey makers there. I will tell you, having spent 30 years down in Lynchburg and seen the way they make their whiskey, the old-time way, and how they follow Jack Daniels' way, it's, it's so personal to them. To learn more about Jack Daniels' Tennessee whiskey, go to jackdaniels.com. Please drink responsibly. It's New Music Friday. I'm Robin Hilton. I'm here with Ann Powers and Stephen Thompson, and we're looking at the best albums out on November 8th. We start the second half of our show off with the singer Kate Davis and her new album, Trophy. I'm trying to think about dreams I've had, happy or sad or the middle. Sometimes about you with or without you still leaving. This is Kate Davis. Her album is called Trophy. The song we're listening to is called Daisy. Kate Davis, kind of a she was kind of a child prodigy. She yeah. took a violin at five. She was playing with the Portland Youth Philharmonic, the Grammy Jazz Ensemble. She had a full ride to the Manhattan School of Music. <laughs> She's done jazz and classical. She's now in her late 20s, and this is sort of her first indie guitar rock record. Well, I mean, indie guitar rock gives you an opportunity, I think, to express a little bit more of what's going on in your life. And so she has this background of tremendous musical chops, right? And that is poured into this record. But at the same time, she's able to speak to her experiences. And and like so many of the records that we talk about, this is an aftermath record. You know, and she's she's contending with a lot of 
life events and able to to sing about them in really approachable ways. I know Bob Boylan is a really big fan of Kate Davis, but I really think you should listen to it anyway. (laughs) (laughs) You know, at first when I heard this record, I have to admit, I was a little like, okay, another one to add to the massive pile of absolutely excellent uh, (laughs) songs by young women, you know, using the indie rock idiom. But as I listen more, the technical elements of her approach, you know, her skills, her timing, her her intelligence around arrangement and who she works with on this album. And there are uh, vestiges of her previous lives. For example, Brooklyn Rider, the new music ensemble, yeah. uh, plays strings on one track. Uh, all of who she is is in this record. She just uh, is telling us about it in a different way. Kate Davis is the artist. Her new album is called Trophy. Let's go next to the country singer Luke Combs. He's back with a new record called What You See Is What You Get. Daddy, I'm afraid Won't you stay a little while Keep me safe there's monsters right outside Daddy, please don't go I don't want to be alone Cause the second that you're gone They're gonna know Before he went to bed He grabbed my hand and said Just cause I'm leaving It don't mean it I won't be right by your side Talk about crying in your beer. It's a tearjerker of a song called Even Though I'm Leaving from Luke Combs and his album What You See Is What You Get. You know the Kate Davis song we just played, Daisy, is about her coping with the death of her father. And here's Luke Combs reflecting on his own relationship with uh, his father. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. I'm going to steal a line from you, Robin. You've called me the champion uh, of country music for the country curious. And that's exactly (laughs) why I brought Luke Combs in today. This is his second album. His first album, which came out in 2017, is a huge, huge country hit, two times platinum. You know, he's a major star. But he can take any classic country theme and give you just enough of a spin on it. You know, just enough that it's a little bit different that it becomes completely memorable. And it's in the writing. He co-writes all his songs. It's in that voice, that beautiful voice he has. And it's in the sound of the music. You know, not a ton of bells and whistles or really super contemporary flourishes. It's got a traditional sound. And this whole album is full of country bangers, if that's what you want, and weepers. So go check it out. Luke Combs is the singer. His album is What You See is What You Get. Let's go next to Mount Erie. Mount Erie is back with uh, another album, this time with Julie Dwaran. The album is called Lost Wisdom Part 2. What would be the use in becoming a symbol of walking desolation? Washing 
beneath all the pain and anguish, love that doesn't die, make my embroidering, love a small word, unable to hold, well we stretch at its meaning. This is Mount Erie along with Julie Dwaran. The album is called Lost Wisdom Part 2. The song is called Love Without Possession. Mount Erie is otherwise known as Phil Alvram. Uh, he's collaborating here with Julie Dwaran, an artist uh, he did a record with back in 2008. It was called Lost Wisdom. And this is its sequel, Lost Wisdom Part 2. Yeah, there is a lot to unpack here. Uh, Phil Elverum uh, was married for a long time to a wonderful singer and artist named Geneviève Castray. Uh, she died of pancreatic cancer in 2016, and he responded to her death musically with two of my favorite albums of recent years, uh, 2017's A Crow Looked at Me and 2018's Now Only. And his, those albums absolutely cave my chest in. Yeah. They, are, they are ruminations on grief and her memory and... Uh, he since remarried the actress Michelle Williams and became a very unlikely uh, Us Weekly cover boy. And that relationship also ended. And so when I was thinking about what his next record would be when I heard that he had remarried, I was kind of thinking this is going to be about finding new love and new new hope. And unfortunately, while it is that, it's also reflecting on that relationship ending. And so it is an extremely bittersweet record, and he's brought in another voice to create some harmony and also a little bit of discord. The heartache on those last two records was just crushing, and I don't feel like there's anywhere near that level of grief on this one, even though he acknowledges how sad it is that his relationship with Michelle Williams ended. He seems to be saying on this one, to me anyway, like, you know what? It didn't work out. And a lot of things in life don't work out the way you want them to, but life goes on. It's a record about rediscovering the shape of love in your life. And that's Mount Erie with the singer Julie Dwaran. The album is called Lost Wisdom Part Two. Let's go next to the French electronic artist Sebastian. His new album is called Thirst. Me's the time from back to the strategy. Yeah. 
This is Sebastian. Uh, the album is called Thirst. The song is called Pleasant. It features uh, Charlotte Gainsbourg on it. Sebastian is an electronic artist and producer from France. He put out his debut solo album in 2011. It was called Total. And it's taken him eight years uh, to get a follow-up. Uh, but I think it's really incredible. Listen, just this very dark, dystopian album. You know, like even at its best moments, it feels like things are just not getting worse. It's not like things are great. They're just not getting any worse for a moment before the uh, the inevitable descent into before the abyss. Before the drop. <laughs> yes, <laughs> before the, the drop. Term. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's a very cinematic album. Really cliched to say about electronic music, but it creates very vast soundscapes. And then these guest artists, there are many guest artists on this record, occupy those soundscapes and, and tell the stories, you know, vocally. I love the way there's a little through line of an L.A. story on this record because Charlotte Gainsbourg's not from California, of course, but there's a track featuring one of the greatest pop duos of all time, Sparks. There's uh, Sid from the group The Internet is on the record, Mayor Hawthorne, a longtime Los Angeles uh, soul singer, and Gallant also, who's based in LA. So I, I feel like this is a an album a little bit about maybe California, which certainly is a, is a site of apocalypse lately. Sebastian is the artist. His new album is called Thirst. And uh, we've got one more album that we want to play this week. But even with all the ones oh that we've gosh. blown through here, there's still a handful of other notable releases that we need to mention. Uh, Josian Clark, uh, the singer Josian Clark, has a new record, a really beautiful one called In All Weather. Philip B. Price, he is the frontman of the band Winter Pills. He has a solo album out called Bone Almanac. The band Sin Fang has a new record called Sad Party, and Xyloris White has a new record called The Sisyphians. Alan Stone, uh, who's a Seattle artist, a great R&B singer, like kind of a Stevie Wonder vibe, has a new record called Building Balance, and an artist who I think is just one of the most visionary of our moment, Moore Mother. She goes to a very intense place on her album, Analog Fluids of Sonic Black Holes, as you might get from the title. Go there with her, it's worth it. Well, uh, NPR music favorite Lucy Dacus uh, has been putting out singles all year, yeah. kind of cover songs and seasonal songs. Uh, that Those are now compiled on an EP called 2019. Kele Okareke from uh, Block Party has a new album called 2042. The pop and soul group Simply Red, they've been around for ages. They've got a new album called Blue-Eyed Soul, which is appropriate. And uh, an ambient electronic group I really like called Sus, S-U-S-S. They have a new album called Highline. All those mini albums out now on November 8th, along with the last one that we want to feature. This comes from Terry Lynn Carrington and Social Science. The album is called Waiting Game. The anthem. Pledge allegiance, pay the ransom. They held us back, then we fought the phantoms. Ghost to past, platinum, platinum, million marching. That's for action, me, you, us, that's the anthem. Together, lift every voice forever.
This is Terry Lynn Carrington and Social Science. The album's called Waiting Game, uh, and this song is called The Anthem. Uh, Anne, I know this is a hard one to sum up quickly, but tell us who Terry Lynn is and, and what she's doing with social science on this one. It's very easy to sum up Terry Lynn Carrington. She is the baddest ass in jazz. She is a, an absolute genius, in my opinion. She's a drummer, a composer, a singer, a record producer. Um, she is the head of the Berkeley Institute of Jazz and Gender Justice. And she also was our band leader for our uh, Turning the Tables concert this year, at, this past summer at Lincoln Center. On this album, she also is part of a great band called Social Science. And what you have here on this album is a work of historical depth and scope that to me is on par with, uh, you know, say like the films of Ava DuVernay, you know, telling the story of, of racial injustice and uh, resilience and, you know, American history through these incredible tracks, incredible collaborations with uh, people like Rhapsody, who you heard on that last track. And Michelle Degacello is on this album, Nicholas Payton. If you loved records like Brittany Howard's record this year or Raphael Sadiq's record, I feel like this is on a par with that. If you're not into jazz, don't be scared by the term jazz, because this is its own kind of music. It's in its own category, and it is just really something I want everyone to hear. Terry Lynn Carrington is the uh, artist along with Social Science, and their new album is called Waiting Game. And that'll do it for this week's New Music Friday. Thanks so much, Ann. Thank you. And Stephen. Thank you. If you'd like to go back and hear full versions of all the songs we featured on this week's New Music Friday, you can see and hear the full list on our website. Go to npr.org slash allsongs. You can also listen in Apple Music or Spotify. Just open those apps and search for NPR's New Music Friday playlist. It's an expanded playlist, so we have all the songs on this episode along with a, a whole bunch of other songs out this week. And as always, keep up with all the latest from NPR Music with our weekly newsletter. You can sign up for it at npr.org slash music newsletter. And for NPR Music, I'm Robin Hilton. Be well, have a great weekend, and treat yourself to lots of music.